The Honor and Remember flag is a nationally recognized symbol that sends a message of appreciation for the sacrifice made by our fallen heroes and their families. The flag flies at many NASCAR races around the country, and you can help honor our nation's fallen military members and remember the eternal sacrifice of their service by flying the flag too. Text FLAG to 71777 or visit honorandremember.org to learn more. Together, we remember them all. Hi pros, Lou Santini here, host of Amateur Nation. My dry bar comedy special, Amateur Nation, is now available. And just like this show, if you're allergic to a lack of common sense in today's world, and you like your comedy delivered with uncompromising tell-it-like-it-is bite, then check out my half-hour comedy special, Amateur Nation. Go to drybarcomedy.com slash S. This is my way of saying thank you to the pros who listen to this show every week. Drybarcomedy.com slash S. Amateur Nation is not just a podcast, it's a movement. Let's all shut up, please. Warning. The podcast you are about to hear is often based on true events and people. It chronicles the dialogue and actions of random, anonymous, obnoxious, self-entitled, unintelligent, self-centered idiots, attention whores, ignoramuses, dolts, clods, nimrods, douches, weirdos, drama queens, overly sensitive crybabies, and people who think they are better, more important, and special than the rest of us. In one word, amateurs. It's Amateur Nation with Lou Santini. I don't want a black instrument. I feel you, Morg. On this show, we call attention to and call out the amateurs. The people who are doing life wrong. The speed bumps of life. The people that are in your way every day. The unintelligent, obnoxious, attention-whoring, self-entitled drama queen victim types who chip away at the moments of your life due to no self-awareness, common sense, manners, or social skills and are disturbing the flow of the pros. Hi, Mom. Oh, hey, Lou. Amateur Nation. It's not just a podcast. It's a movement. And this is episode 265. It's Pro History Month. On today's episode, how to close a door or America's border crisis explained. No propaganda and programming in the public schools to see here, America. And this weekend, that's encouraging, he said sarcastically. Then I could eat a few more bites on a la carte. And finally, three things that are done right on three pro things. As always, shouts out to Pro Nation first. Politically incorrect Joker and Gail Golick on Truth Social. Amelia Madison, John Williams, Russ Fakadej, Monty Lumpkin, David Knox, Ruth, Tracy Welsh, Roller, Piper Strano, Chris Wagner, Star Spangled Spirit, Marcella Ruiz, Nathan Leone, Maria Paula Oregon Garcia, Jennifer Del Guidice, Chalmer J. Diang. Sarah Short Comedy, Defiance Ranch, Under the Sun Originals, Mujer Digital, Mason Gillahan, Alvaro, and Avery Kerr on Instagram, and a special shout out to Kerry Kirkpatrick listening to the show on Spotify. Okay, your pro post of the week from Benny Johnson on X, this. By now, everyone knows Taylor Swift is a government psyop, and this is exactly why corporate media is having a meltdown about it. 
Four years ago, the Pentagon Psychological Operations Unit pitched NATO about turning Taylor Swift into a social influence asset. In 2019, George Soros bought her entire music catalog. In 2020, she came out as a raging liberal Joe Biden supporter after previously being neutral. In 2023, her era's tour raked in higher revenue than the GDP of 50 countries. In 2023, she helped register over 35,000 new voters with a single Instagram post. And now she's dating a Pfizer and Bud Light agent in the NFL tight end Travis Kelsey with the Kansas City Chiefs. Even the New York Times wrote a story on how Biden is courting her for an endorsement and how he wants to appear on stage with her. You don't have to be a conspiracy theorist to put it all together. You just have to be paying attention. You don't really think Taylor Soros is that talented and that good of a singer and performer, do you? With that kind of money? Better than, say, Queen, Guns N' Roses, Elvis, The Beatles, Zeppelin. You really believe she's just that popular and that good? Don't you, Amateur Nation? She's $1.1 billion good. After starting off as a country singer with moderate success, then George Soros buys her and now she's a phenomenon? I guess it's just another thing that happened. You'll just go along with whatever the leaders of Amateur Nation shove down your throat in front of your eyes and into your ears, won't you? Pathetic. Here's what's happening in Amateur Nation. Now dig this. Step one. Topic number Topic one. Number Topic one. number one. The border crisis. Like all things governmental in Amateur Nation, a problem created by President Coloring Book's administration, blamed on a president who hasn't been in office for over three years, and solved by the same group that caused the problem. But only because states had to rise up and rise against an incompetent, treasonous, unproductive president. And even then, their solution is to allow, you know, 5,000 people a day in. So I guess illegal alien number 5,001 each day will have to wait an extra day. So it's never a matter of regulating, vetting, controlling, or stopping the illegal alien invasion so the commie party can steal votes. It's a matter of controlling the pace at which the invasion occurs. Notice how most are military-aged men. Gee, I wonder if they'll be paid an influence to attack, shoot, and kill our own legal citizens. Nah, most of the people coming over the border are hard-working, honest, wannabe Americans. Like AOC says, they just want bread. Don't let the teardrop face tattoos scare ya. Don't let the fact that many South American countries have emptied their prisons and mental health facilities, and now they're here. It's only a problem, amateurs, if it affects you directly. Like when New York and California said they were sanctuary states and now have illegals in your kids' schools and five-star hotels, while kids are sent home and American veterans are kicked out of shelters. As Elon Musk said perfectly, a few other things you probably didn't know. Illegals in America uh, can get bank loans, mortgages, insurance, uh, driver's licenses, free health care in California and New York, and in-state college tuition. What's the point of being a citizen if an illegal gets all the benefits but doesn't pay taxes or does jury duty? And as alert pro and friend of the show Shane Zettelmeyer said, the same people giving illegal aliens free health care find you for not getting Obamacare. Did you know if you decide you want to close a door to your house, all you have to do is walk over to the door and close it. No committees needed. No voting. Now, say you want to close a closet door. Okay, now that's a little bit different. 
Because you have to, you, you, you walk over to the door and you close it. So, okay, well, all right, here you go. You got a fence in your yard and you want to keep trespassers out. Now with a fence, what you do is you, you, you go to the fence and you push it or pull it, depending what side of the fence you're on. And you, you, you make, till you hear this click and then it's closed and that keeps people from coming in. Okay. You don't crack the door a little. You've decided to close it. So you just close it. You don't want some strangers and or some criminals walking in. You want none. Okay. So I'll go slowly for amateur nation. Same principle for the illegal alien crisis at our borders, except now the door is the border wall. And instead of a sane person like you or me, it's commie president coloring book. If you're the president and you want the border closed, all you have to do is close it. It doesn't require a committee or meetings or negotiations or votes. If you're going out of your way to keep the border open, that means you want criminals in the United States to disrupt society and to have them vote and arm themselves against legal tax-paying American citizens. I think that's treasonous. I'm not wrong. Look how easy it is to get into this country. I mean, illegals can now board planes without a photo ID. Now, hang on. Wait a minute. Didn't America have some kind of issue with planes a couple decades ago or something? I seem to remember a hijacking or a crash or something. Illegal aliens coming soon to a city near you. Meanwhile, commies in the White House warn that Trump will secure the border with alligator moats and spiked and electrified fences. Yeah. And? Okay, so you think the border crisis isn't being handled? Pshaw! President Coloring Book laid it out. He's on the case. Take it away, amateur. There is some movement, and I don't want to... I don't want to... Well, maybe choose my words... There's some movement, there's been a response from the, uh, the, the, there's been a response. Well, he's an asshole, that's what. So what? It's his age. So far, $340 million has been given to illegal aliens. They got checks for 1000 $53 million in prepaid debit cards for illegals in New York. Surviving victims of the Maui murders got 700 bucks. You probably got a $600 COVID check. Now you're just trying to piss me off. You think that's good presidenting, amateur nation? You're okay with that. That seems normal to you. Still not upset? Be sure to look at the Venezuelan illegal alien giving the cameras the double flip-off after assaulting a New York City cop and walking out a free man thanks to the no-bill policies in New York. In fact, that photo is the cover photo for this episode. The photo of that illegal alien who assaulted a New York City cop giving dual middle fingers to America is absolutely the symbol of the Democrat Party towards tax-paying, law-abiding, legal Americans. And now this. And now for step two. Topic number two. No propaganda and programming in the public schools to see here, America. This article from redstate.com. This one's going to blow your mind. Here's the headline. Public elementary school devotes a week to BLM. Here's the article. In Seton Elementary School, administrators promoted a full-on social justice curriculum. Beginning in Seattle in the fall of 2016, the Black Lives Matter at School educational movement 
has informed educators in over 20 cities, including Washington, D.C. Seton has made the pledge this year to implement a school-wide Black Lives Matter at school plan of action. Listen to these great words they put together. The announcement expressed hope to empower students to contribute to a community that thrives in all subject areas and beyond the school walls. Remember how, when you were five, you mentioned to your parents how you just don't feel empowered? Remember how, when you were five, you begged your parents to be able to contribute to the community beyond the school walls? Funny how they're called globalists, and they represent the new world order at the World Economic Forum. But this is all about community. Also funny how no one ever mentions their community in private. No one can determine how far-reaching or the geographic measurements the community, their community, is. It says, we will honor black lives in our morning announcements, book read-alouds, math lessons, social-emotional activities, and more. Because black kids' math is different from white kid math. This week's official webpage mentions the following. Restorative justice. We know that if you hurt somebody, you have to help them feel better. You can't just say sorry and walk away. Hey, sorry about that slavery thing that occurred when no one on earth was alive by over 200 years. I'm going to stand up and leave now. No, you have to fix the thing that you didn't do. We all know how to do that. Remember when you fixed it when your friend got cheated on? You apologized and righted the wrong, even though you had nothing to do with it? It was the right thing to do. Unapologetically black. Note, this only applies to the color black. No other races get to be unapologetic for the skin color of which they had no control over. Black women. There are some people who think women are less important than men. We know that all people are important and have a right to be safe and talk about their feelings. Thanks for getting into kids' heads that there are racist, sexist amateurs in the world at a young age. Get that pessimism kick started early. I love how they say, we know that all people are important and have a right to be safe and talk about their feelings. Uh, Think about that. Listen for a second. All people are important. No, they're not. I don't think any of the illegal aliens in this country are important. I don't think pedophiles are are important. No, I ain't buying that. And have a right to be safe. No, illegal aliens don't have any rights. And neither do pedophiles. Once you commit crimes like that, done. Uh, and, and they also have a right to talk about their feelings. Because as we all know, the one thing in America we hate is when people talk about feelings. For crying out loud, America itself is nothing but a giant feelings factory right now. But I digress. More official webpage mentions for the Black Lives Matter at School program. It's a one-week program. Continuing on. Globalism. An easy concept for elementary kids to digest. It's science, people! Queer affirming. How gay are you? Transgender affirming. It says everyone gets to choose if they are a girl or a boy or both or neither or something else. And no one else gets to choose for them. I am different. I am proud of it. Get used to it. Woo! Well, mom and dad, it isn't a book and the teacher said those words. So my tiny elementary school level brain will accept it as fact. And I only had to hear it once. Yay, childhood. And lest you overly protective parents think this will be hard for your five-year-old to compartmentalize, 
An itinerary separates the principles and their respective days of observance. Monday is Restorative Justice Empathy Loving Engagement Day. Tuesday is Intergenerational Black Families Black Villages Day. Haven't black people been through enough? Wednesday, Diversity and Globalism. You know, a light day. Thursday, Trans-Affirming, Queer-Affirming, and Collective Value Day. Friday is Centering Black Women in Unapologetically Black Day. I remember when I used to get excited about Pizza Day in the school cafeteria. Have a good day at school, honey. How could I not, Mom? It's Intergenerational Black Families in Black Villages Day. Whatever, Tanner. And sorry for naming you so obviously white. How's math going, son? Which math? Black math or white math? I'm failing if you must know, but I have an A-plus in centering black women. Now, what to dress your elementary school-aged kid into during Black Lives Matter at School Week? Celebrate all this oppression and diversity. Print up this helpful chart and leave it on the fridge. Monday, you want to wear red because that represents the blood that unites people of black African ancestry. Uh, Tuesday, you want to wear black. It represents members of the black community. Uh, Wednesday, you want to wear green because it represents the abundant natural wealth of the continent of Africa. Thursday, wear colors inspired by the inclusive rainbow flag. Friday, you want to wear logos or colors inspired by BLM or historically black colleges and universities. Want extra credit, kids? Sick of cartoons and video games? Here's a book and video list. For example, Early Childhood. That's for pre-kindergarten ages three and four. Here are some of the titles. Julian is a mermaid and When We Say Black Lives Matter. Now for kindergarten through second grade, bad hair does not exist. <laughs> okay. Uh, you want to uh, you know, devote a whole day to that. And for third through fifth grade, the youngest marcher. I'm sure it's Pro-America marching. Thank you for babysitting at the last minute, Shaniqua. Now, if he gets cranky, just pop in the bad hair does not exist video. It's his favorite. Calms him right down. Lest you think this elementary school, Seton Elementary, is subpar in intelligent kids, in the 2018 to 2019 school year, the percentage of Seton Elementary students achieving proficiency in math is 40 to 44 percent. For you Seton kids, that's 10 times more than 20%. Don't check it, just accept it. I said it once. The percentage of students achieving proficiency in reading and language arts is 30 to 34%. Can't add, can't talk good neither. Leave a review of this podcast and copy and paste the link from wherever you listen and send it to a fellow pro or an amateur who's making you crazy. For example, you could tag them in my Thursday post where every Thursday is Sneak Peek Thursday with a 60-second video trailer of what's coming that week. How to reach me? Email lou at lousantini.com and you can find all my social media links and my email on my main site, lousantini.com. A la carte and three pro things soon, but first, this weekend, that's encouraging, he said sarcastically, on topic number three next. There's been an odd shift in human behavior over the last 15 plus years. A sense of entitlement. A constant need for attention. Ironically coupled with the need to be left alone. A desire to be treated the same as everyone else. Stupidly combined with the mindset of, I'm special, so treat me accordingly. Introducing the book, Amateur Nation. The Decline of Common Sense, Manners, and Social Skills. The second edition. Inside, you'll read the Amateur Mission Statement. The 30 Truths About Amateurs. The Four Stages of Being an Amateur. 
amateur, amateur habitats and history. Social media plus me, me, me equals amateur. Technology and amateur behavior. With dozens of real funny photos, weird signs, and laugh out loud real life accounts and actual conversations vividly showing how us pros are surrounded by amateur nation every day. Download the expanded second edition of the ebook Amateur Nation, The Decline of Common Sense Manners and Social Skills. The second expanded edition, available now. Be a pro. Go to Amazon. Type Amateur Nation. The honor and remember flag is a nationally recognized symbol that sends a message of appreciation for the sacrifice made by our fallen heroes and their families. The flag flies at many NASCAR races around the country, and you can help honor our nation's fallen military members and remember the eternal sacrifice of their service by flying the flag too. Text FLAG to 71777 or visit honorandremember.org to learn more. Together, we remember them all. The country's gone to hell. I move, we secede. All right, now step three. Topic number three. Hit me! It's time for This Week in That's Encouraging, he said sarcastically. Wondering how all these protests are popping up all over the country supporting Hamas, terrorism, and the rampant anti-Semitism nation and worldwide? Wondering where did so many people all of a sudden get Palestinian flags and pro-Hamas banners? Da, George Soros. A charity watchdog group did some digging into pro-Palestinian protests and found one nonprofit that has given millions of dollars to groups connected to these rallies. That nonprofit, Tides, has received money from several foundations, including one controlled by George Soros, who has donated more than $22 million to the group. William Lajeunesse has the story for us. William, what's some of the some of this money doing? Well, the protests, right, they cost money. The signs, the travel, the organizing. But where does it come from? Well, there's a group most have never heard about. It is called Tides, and they take in big money, mostly from anonymous donors or foundations. Then they dole it out, some $700 million last year, to progressive groups that then bankroll the protests. But the real donors remain secret. New York, Chicago, cities across the country. Who's paying to organize pro-Palestinian protests? I think that the funding sources of these groups is intentionally hard to sort out. A major source is San Francisco-based Tides, a nonprofit clearinghouse for liberal causes, funded by some of America's wealthiest foundations and individuals like billionaire George Soros, who, according to charity watchdog Capital Research Center, funneled Tides more than $22 million for different causes. Hey, turns out America has all kinds of extra scratch lying around. The Senate recently passed a $95 billion aid package for Ukraine, Israel, and Gaza. For those keeping track, that's $223 million a day since February of 2022. Think of all the American problems that could be handled. Actually, don't think about that. It seems like Oprah is in charge of the budget now. You get a billion, and you get a billion. Can someone kindly tell me what the fuck is going on? Still don't think public schools and the LGBTQ movement is not radicalizing America's youth and programming them into becoming mentally ill, depressed, and violent? From libs of TikTok, the Colorado Springs shooter identified as non-binary. The Nashville shooter, trans, Aberdeen, trans, Denver, trans, Iowa, trans, and gender fluid. That's handy. Identify however you want, and you get to pork everything. 
What could possibly go wrong? Lakewood church shooter, trans. Women, me. Men, you. Understand? Amateur Nation, still thinking. We have the room in America for everyone. There's room under the rainbow for all. Here's a fun statistic put up by AlertProKim.com on X. She said this, a deportation airline with a fleet of 50 Airbus 320s and an average of three daily round trips could return 27,000 illegals from the U.S. to their home countries per day. If this airline operated seven days a week, it would take over two years to return all of them. Well, you know what? Looks like we need to get a fleet of 150 planes then. Go to hell! Good riddance! President Coloring Book won't be criminally charged for being in illegal possession of classified documents while in office as vice president, but Trump is prosecuted for documents he legally held onto as president. Go various justice systems in America. I mean, why not? We have several dozen genders. Why not several dozen tiers of justice? You should vote for Trump. You should vote for Trump. Uh, while we're doing this show here, I'm just going to ask if you're hungry and you want a little snack instead of, you know, going and t- pausing this podcast and you could just go for a light bite. Here's a little word salad from Kamala Slingblade Harris. Here she is saying things and fortunate and blessed during the course of being vice president have many situations where it becomes clear to me that there are you know people of every age and and gender by the way who see something about being the first that lets them know they don't need to be um, limited by other people's limited um understanding of who can do what that's just you saying a bunch of things good thing she's ready to serve at least president coloring book has being elderly with dementia as an excuse just think how lucid she'll be if she lives to be joe's age that is if she hasn't drunk clorox by mistake first And speaking of Kamala, Hi, as I said, she said she's ready to serve since the Communist Party running this country suddenly has concerns just now about President Coloring Book's age, memory, and mental acuity. She says she's ready. But now with that face, you're too ugly. You look like shit. Time for some bite-sized nibbles in Amateur Nation. This is a la carte. Here we go. Okay, if men pretending to be women want to compete in women's sports because they're women, after all, why aren't biological women clamoring to also compete against men in men's sports? Oregon leaders declared a 90-day state of emergency to focus on the fentanyl crisis in Portland. Wait a minute, you mean legalizing heroin, coke, and other illicit drugs didn't cut back on drug abuse, but rather made it worse? No shit. 90 days should be enough time to fix ruined lives of which your state enabled drug addiction. I mean, after the success of Chaz and Chop in Washington State. Remember Chaz and Chop? During the staged George Floyd PSYOP hoax? Can you imagine 10 years from now, or even now, there's gotta be someone going, I can't believe I lived in Chaz or chop. Anyway, 
Chaz was the Capitol Hill Autonomous Zone and CHOP was the Capitol Hill Occupied Protest. A self-declared filthy drug-riddled shithole full of amateurs who declared themselves separate from the rest of commie Washington state. Police free and they were self-sufficient and didn't need anything except all the food, clothing, and shelter and other donated resources that were given by their community via capitalism. Amateurs usually don't make it. Did you see Taylor Soros at the Super Bowl? Speaking of an event only for the wealthy, did you see the menu prices at the Super Bowl? Some of the menu items included surf and turf nachos with queso blanco, filet mignon, lobster, pico de gallo, jalapenos, and limes, and a souvenir shot glass filled with salsa. Only $58.58. Oh, please. That must be one hell of a shot glass. No way nearly as nice as mine that I sell. Too rich for your blood? Try the ultimate seafood stuffed potato. Stuffed with lobster mac and cheese and king crab legs. Perfect for sitting down watching football. Only $49.99. Because you want to walk back to your seat from the concession stand with $60 worth of snacks and drop some of it and start crying. Okay, all this of course is too much money. You just want to get the loaded Asada fries for 17 bucks. Or if you have a sweet tooth, try the Sunday Sunday Griddled Donut. It's a griddled glazed donut, three scoops of ice cream, whipped cream, sprinkles, caramelized marshmallows topped with caramel and strawberry sauce and served with a chocolate football. 20 bucks! But what is money when you've dropped $6,559 for the cheapest Super Bowl seats? Under the Biden administration, the average price of a gallon of gas has been above $3 for over 980 days. But Donald Trump does speak bluntly, so it's totally worth the switch to energy dependence and communism. We got no food, we got no jobs, our pets' heads are falling off! The CDC released their new stats regarding the untested gene experiment. Just 28,532 deaths and only 235,041 injuries. And I'm sure those numbers, you know, they're totally accurate. Commie trader and brother Marrier, U.S. Representative for Minnesota's 5th Congressional District, Ilhan Omar, has been removed from the Foreign Affairs Committee over her anti-India comments. Because one thing America needs is a foreign-born Muslim in American Congress. You know how, like in Somalia, where Ilhan Omar is from, there is a Christian representing Americans in Somalia's 99% Islamic government. I'm not wrong. If you're a com I mean Democrat and you think once Michelle Obama and or Gavin Newsom is on the ballot and Biden is cast aside, things will be better for America. You're an amateur first class. You have a dude with no experience running anything who is married to a commie and hides a not-so-secret secret between his legs and another who thumbed his nose at citizens during shutdowns, staged a cleanup in San Francisco when China came to visit, is all about programming and sexualizing and mutilating children, and has run a once precious jewel of a state into a third world country. Oh, I don't want any of that California bullshit. If you vote for either of these evil incompetents, the entire United States will be California in record time. So, the NFL played the Black National Anthem before the Super Bowl. Look, you take that commie crap out to the street. Where's the Asian National Anthem? What, no Latin National Anthem? Maybe one for that less than 0.1% of the trans population? Where was their National Anthem? If only there were a national anthem for all Americans in our nation. Time now for three things that are done right. These are three pro things. Here's number one. This show endorses Bernie Moreno for U.S. Senate. Recently, I attended a fundraiser for Bernie Moreno, and I was impressed. 
by his words, and more importantly, his actions that led him to run. He's endorsed by Donald Trump, and like Trump, Bernie is an outsider. He's not a politician. He is a businessman, a legal immigrant born in Colombia and moved to America at age five, a former chain car dealership owner, then as a tech owner, as his website says, after a long successful career, Bernie sold most of his business to begin focusing on his calling, protecting the American dream for another generation. He saw the government calling some people essential and other hardworking Ohioans unessential. He saw school shutdown in China go unpunished for unleashing a virus on the world. He saw politicians afraid to take on the CCP for stealing our jobs and technology, buying our farmland and influencing young minds via TikTok and Confucius Institutes. Solving our country's problems requires, here it comes, common sense. Now, Bernie Moreno has 15 priorities for Ohioans, but frankly, these should be 15 priorities in every American state. Here they are. Uh, number one, empower parents to make education choices. Number two, secure America's borders, stop amnesty, and destroy the Mexican drug cartels. Number three, restore the integrity of our elections. Number four, massively reduce anti-growth regulations, cut government spending, and end inflation. Number five, beat communist China. If I was president, I'm like, we're done. We don't want anything you got. It would suck for a while, but we can make anything anyone else can. Number six, hold big tech accountable and break up big media. I love that one. Number seven, protect moms, protect families, and protect life by supporting a ban on late-term abortions. Number eight, empower local law enforcement to ensure safe communities. Imagine. Uh, number nine, vigorously defend our constitutional rights, especially the Second Amendment. Number 10, restore American energy independence. Number 11, allow free markets to work. Number 12, enact term limits for members of Congress. Now, here's the thing about that. I don't have a problem with any politician being elderly. I really don't. I don't have a problem with a politician being in, in office for, you know, 30, 40 years. All I ask, every time it's time for re-election or maybe once a year, got to take a cognitive mental test. Don't pass it, you're out. That's it. As long as you're still, come on, I, I, I've known people in my life in their 90s who are sharp as a tack, and people who are in their 50s who are falling apart. So age really is just a number when it comes to competency. But I think once you get past a certain age, you should have, you know what, every age, I don't care how old you are, you want to be in politics, you want to be in a federal government position, take this test and pass it. Okay, moving on. Uh, let's see, number 13, restoring American manufacturing. Number 14, end wokeness and cancel culture. Good luck with that one. Number 15, end socialism in America. Little footnote here. Bernie Moreno was recently announced as Senator Rand Paul's pick in the Ohio U.S. Senate primary. It's hard to imagine anyone being against any of those things that America needs that I just mentioned, that Bernie Moreno mentioned on his website. And if you want more information, go to BernieMoreno.com. B-E-R-N-I-E-M-O-R. ENO.com. Number two. In case you haven't been beaten over the head with it enough, it's Black History Month. Former guest and friend of the show, producer of three Uncle Tom documentaries, part three forthcoming, here is Chad Jackson debating with a woman named Dr. Amerson. As many alert pros commented, she's of the mindset that believes if she speaks with a certain type of passion and inflection in her voice, it will cancel out any fallacy in her arguments. Or as I often say, amateurs often yell their feelings because they have no facts. Feelings. 
They're so much easier to control than facts. They really, really feel strongly about their fill-in-the-blank hate, DEI, racism, climate change, gender, pronouns. So since they feel it so strongly, it must be true. Facts be damned. Listen to her spout off with no facts, just feelings, as she speaks on behalf of all black people with no facts to back up her feelings about our founding fathers. But all hail Dr. Martin Luther King. Chad Jackson destroys her rant, but Big Mouth appealing to the dumbest denominator types like Dr. Amerson will never change their minds. There's no money in not exploiting the stupid. Plus, facts are harder to memorize and recite. Take it away, Chad. Young black children have mostly had the idolization of white heroes. Jefferson, a rapist and a slave owner. Lincoln, a pure D.A. hole. Washington had nothing worth nothing, no integrity, nothing, okay? But we look to these white heroes. And so it's ironic that you spend your time tearing down Dr. King and not the white pieces of that all these black children have idolized all their lifetime. The reality of Martin Luther King's legacy is that he taught us how to cry and beg and plead for white people to give us stuff, for the government to modify life to accommodate us as if we are special needs children as a race. That's the legacy of Martin Luther King. He was not this meritocratic thing who just wanted all things equal for all people that conservatives believe. Conservatives are credulous and naive to think so. The fact is, when you look at Patrice Kohler's, one of the founders of Black Lives Matter, who says that we are trained Marxists, and she says Martin Luther King was a Marxist too. She is right in saying that. When you look at James Cone, the father of liberation theology, who said Martin Luther King was a Marxist, he is right in saying that. When you look at any of these individuals who are black activists living today, when you look at someone like the late John Lewis and all of these socialist-esque policies that he pushed as a congressman, and any time he would take to the House floor and give a speech to advocate and justify his policies, he would invoke who? The late Dr. Martin Luther King. All these people who are going down this road of Marxist ideology and DEI stand on the shoulders of Martin Luther King. They are a continuation of who he was. So the question then becomes, what is a viable catalyst for black achievement in America? Is it socialism and Marxism? Or is it a free market enterprise system? The fact of the matter is socialism and Marxism hasn't done any nation any good at all. As one pro commented, that argument was a light snack for Chad Jackson. My favorite comment about the clips was, I've never heard a Marxist asked to be judged by the content of his or her character. And number three. Okay, this one is great for a laugh. Here is a car salesman speaking for Ralph Williams Bayshore Chrysler in an outtake of a commercial for TV he was shooting in 1968 in San Bruno, California. As a car enthusiast and a man who likes to give it to you straight and hear it straight, this is my kind of car salesman. The man you're about to hear is actor Chick Lambert. The backstory is he had been fired earlier that day and was forced to do one final live car ad spot before he went home. Now, while this has plenty of foul language... It's just this actor poking fun of his boss. And if you listen closely, you can hear the crew laughing in the background. Again, this is a part of an outtake. Special thanks to Obscure Cars Daily 
on Instagram for the clip. Here we go. Take a fucking car like this. A 1966 Ford, a Country Squire 9 factor station wagon. Don't worry about the equipment. Imagine all the fun you can have in the back. And while you're doing it, imagine all the money that that bald-headed prick Ralph Williams is going to be making on the car he's talk, trying to fuck you out of. Yes, the man that'll take every dime out of the San Francisco Bay Area and spend it on prostitutes, booze, and, of course, crap tables in the city of Las Vegas. I'm sure you've heard about it. So remember this. If you'd like to get fucked and hooked real hard before you buy a car, come down here. Let Ralph Williams do it. Why not? Why, why not somebody else? Remember our address is 345 El Camino Real in the city of San Bruno. But if you come from Marin County, East Bay Area, San Jose, your money spends just as well as anybody else's. And when this bald-headed son of a bitch gets hold of you, you will spend money. Talking about payments, five years payments of $100 a month. You can't get even. So shop before you buy. 2024 is the year of the great resist, so speak up, pros. Make your voice heard in some way every day. Don't tolerate amateurs and their America last destructive behavior. Find all my social media links on Instagram, Truth Social, Facebook, and YouTube at lusantini.com. And Amateur Nation gets what's coming to them on my Drive Our Comedy special, Amateur Nation. Go to driveourcomedy.com slash L-O-U-S. Amateur Nation is not just a podcast, it's a movement. Remember, amateurs, we see you. You're not at home. Don't do life wrong. Go pro. Don't be an amateur. For Amateur Nation, I'm Lou Santini. And this has been a big major production. I don't want a Black History Month. New Don't Be an Amateur Silicon Shot Glasses. They're virtually indestructible. Perfect for picnics, camping, and tailgating. Doubles as a wine stopper. Plus, they're dishwasher and microwave safe, odor-free, and non-toxic. Buy three and get your fourth shot glass free. These one-and-a-half-ounce shot glasses are available in Classic Red, Classic Blue, and Turquoise Pink Yellow Tie-Dye Blend. Go to lucantini.com shop and order your Don't Be an Amateur Shot Glasses today.